Hello. Hello. I don't know why I said hello that way. Jesus Christ. What is oh, this, 2017? You're so 2000 and late. <laughs> it was 2018 when we started. 2017, like, I didn't exist. Yeah, it was 2018. Yeah, I didn't exist till 2018 and we started a podcast. Well, no, it's the same Oh, hey, everybody. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hey, this is a podcast uh, where two <laughs> sisters retell people's <laughs> strange and paranormal stories and experiences. I'm Lindsay. I am Rebecca. And this is that show. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like, even remember now. <laughs> like, we just were, we just came from the radio. We're actually AI. Right? Yeah. We're, we're a, an experiment. Um, AI chat bots. That's oh, it. shit. Shit. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we've given them a good run. They're like, we tried to help them make a successful podcast since 2018. They're like, it just didn't happen. They're like, there's this one episode and they got <laughs> 1300 plays on it. <laughs> and for whatever reason, only that episode did well. You know yeah. what episode I'm talking about? It's the Jolina episode. I know. The mm. number one. <laughs> Girl, you got, if you've got some more stories, please send them our way because you have very right? good juju. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, it's at uh, 1,376 plays. Goddamn. That's cool. I know, dude. It's the only episode we have that's done that well. It's like double all the other episodes. Wow. I know. I don't I know, man. Even. Um but we only exist in that episode, too, I guess. I don't know. Something weird is going on. Something else weird happened. We fucked up the number of shows. Yeah. I did it. It's my fault. Because the last episode, all, I was like, this is episode eight. But it was episode nine. Yeah. It was all a ploy so that I could be the first person to tell the story three episodes in a row. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what ended up I'm such a jerk dude you remember when we used to do that whenever we were younger with the dishes I'd be like if I don't do them that means tomorrow somebody else does them but I quickly learned that that was not what happened <laughs> like mm -hmm. I'm pretty we sure were told no thought. yeah right but we all tried it and yeah. we all failed and I remember being like Becky better fucking do the dishes. They're just going to make her do them two days in a row. <laughs> I was like, she's a fucking risk taker. Like you would always be like, fuck this shit. Like you were a G when it came to like being like, I'm not going to do that. Oh no. I'm pretty sure that what you saw as confidence was like high anxiety like of some sort I'm pretty sure shut the fuck up like you were you were anxious about doing the dishes and I was like this bitch is like standing up to mom and dad no no it was it was pure anxiety I think wow, it was, I if, never knew dude yeah we can unpack our childhood for a moment if you like mm. would you are you okay with that oh uh, okay I mean, so, like, the thing with me, I think, was that I'm pretty sure, and I hate to say this, and it's mm. nothing against anything, but I don't know what it's going to do for me because I'm not going to change anything. I okay. think that I might be ADHD. Like, Oh, fuck yeah, girl. We both are. Me too. Yeah. And I didn't know this, 
But there yeah. is like a, um, there's different aspects of it. And, and some part of it is like this high anxiety of starting a project or, do, or mm-hmm. doing anything. And so instead you do everything to avoid it. And I'm yes. pretty sure that's what, that's what I do now in my life. Like I still have that anxiety with the dishes, but also yeah. like, I'm sure with a lot of people in our generation, like dishes were a punishment and they were just expected to do with no like reward or anything like that. Oh man, they're so (laughs) awful. I hate the dishes now too, man. Yeah. It's not a thank you. Like we weren't asking for much. It would have been nice to get an allowance, but not even a thank you is just an expectation. So anyways, that's our childhood. So we could grow up. We could grow up and get jobs. Get out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, so, I thought of something while you were talking, and I it all left my body. It's good because we should pro- like it, we could go on about this forever, you know, dude. Oh this no, is this what is what it is. About. Okay, okay. It was back to ADHD. Okay. I I realized that I had ADHD and anxiety mm. after I watched that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, mm. The Aviator. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. Well, he, um, is that about it's essentially what, yes. Okay. And about like Howard Hughes and his diagnosis and everything. And it was after I watched that movie, mm-hmm. I saw dad and I was like, Hey, I have ADHD and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I know. And I said, y'all never got me diagnosed. And he said, well, I didn't want a diagnosis ever used against you. And he was like, anyways, it really helped you be successful in life. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, you son of a bitch. So, like, but what what the takeaway from that story is that I watched a movie about that (laughs) guy and said, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. Yeah, that's the takeaway. Yeah, Howard Hughes, basically. I don't know what it was specifically about the movie. It's not, you know, it's not all of it, but there was something I really related to. And mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, that's me, dude. Dude. Fucking well, movies and reality TV have saved my life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anywho, we get back to the show, I suppose. You have any uh, announcements? Oh, those were my announcements. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do have an announcement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is all in the spirit of my story, mm-hmm. okay? okay? Or my stories, or what I'm talking about today. So I'm getting rid of furniture. I'm selling stuff because I'm trying to uh, have a lighter uh, load of shit. Mm-hmm. Did that sound weird? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got a lot of shit. You have, like, heavy, like, pounds and pounds of shit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> So I'm getting rid of it. I'm selling it. So I sold a bookcase today and this was like a vintage bookcase. It was, um, it looks like it's mid century, like modern or whatever. And uh, it was all wood and it was pine and it was really cool, but like I didn't need it. And so I, I gave it away for free cause I got it really cheap. Mm-hmm. As soon as it was gone, I walked back in my apartment cause I helped the people move it cause I'm strong and yeah I walked inside and I smiled and felt like weight had been lifted off me and then I was like oh my god was that haunted (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, good luck, fuckers. <laughs> Shoot, dude. Lindsay, you have a fucking moral obligation, right? Like, are you Hell obligated no, to tell somebody? We just had this conversation. Not in the state of Texas. Oh, you got per my last email. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. I don't have to tell them shit. Good luck, fuckers. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, well. Yeah. That's exciting. I know. So we'll see. We'll track it and see, yeah. uh, or track my experiences in my apartment and see what, see what happens. Um, but it felt like a hundred times better, man. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was my announcement. Do you have any? Yeah. I just have one. I forgot to mention oh, this last time. I know. Oh. Weird. Um, yeah. First of all, my stomach. There it is oh. again. There it is again. Okay. No, so you're you're in good company. You can't hear it. Whew. Um, so um <laughs> I have an Etsy shop now and oh, it shit. is a, it's going to be a print on demand shop. Or it is uh-huh. a print on demand shop. And so I'm making t shirts and sweatshirts and I'm doing some uh-huh. designs. So if anybody wants to check it out, um I'm not sponsored for this or anything. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. um it's it's called bright star visions oh my god that's so cute dude yeah so that's my announcement i have an etsy shop very nice man yeah i'm excited to see what comes out of it yeah me too i have one design i don't have very many up because it's brand new but my one of my most popular ones is a design of um, a T-shirt that is that says "Cat Cult" on it, uh-huh. and it's got like a cat head and um, <laughs> crescent moons on the other side. Oh my god! I'm gonna buy that for my friend John. <laughs> He'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> what a sweet friend. <laughs> He'll love it because it came from me, but he'll hate it. Yeah. But yeah, that one is my, um, it's my favorite one, but it's my second most popular design. And oh, I think it would very be my, cool. my most popular design if it wasn't so close to St. Pat- Patrick's Day. <laughs> um, well, I'm interested in that one for myself. That sounds really cute. Mm. I can make you one if you want. Well, I'll buy it. Duh. Okay. Well, anyways... That's my All right. Back to the show. Okay, very cool, dude. Check it out. What was the name of it again? It's called Bright Star Visions. And it's on Etsy? It's on Etsy. <laughs> okay, very cool, man. You'd think that we're like professional podcasters just then. I know. I know, right? Yeah. Really sticking it to everybody. Okay. I know, right? Oh, well. We took so out this the ads, ep- you guys. We oh. don't have fucking ads. <laughs> oh, I was going to say we actually can do an ad, and I was going to do an ad. For this We're going to have ads. <laughs> I'm going to do it. It'll be fun. Like, you never know. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I'm done. Okay. So this is actually episode 10? Nine. It's episode 10, dude. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're, it's 10. My bad. Get the, fuck out. The, Get the fuck out of here. I had my All moment. Right. It's gone. Okay. Are we ready to get this show started? Mm-hmm. Are you here for a podcast or what? <laughs> <laughs> That's my tough girl persona. Yeah. Do you think it's scary? No. I mean, yes. 
So I have, um, I want to talk about some haunted objects today. Yeah. So I looked into like some of the most haunted objects that there are. So I already talked about the die book, die book Um, and you know, that's extremely haunted, um, if it's real and if you can find one. Um, and so there's that, but then there's some more objects, um, that are pretty well known. And a lot of them are in the United States that I'm going to talk about. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So this one, I'm not quite sure where it, uh, took place. Um, but this is a haunted cane. Hmm. One of them. And it's, it's well known as well. So this story, um, occurred whenever a grandmother of her grandson learned that he had seen the ghost of his grandfather standing in the family home. And he was a little anxious about it. And, um, she said that she wanted to help him like feel better and not be scared. So he, the grandfather had a cane that he used all the time. And so she told the grandson that she was getting rid of it. And by getting rid of it, that means that he wouldn't see the ghost anymore. Mm. So what's kind of crazy is that, um, the, the cane auctioned for $65,000. Wow. Yeah. I, so I don't know much about the cane. God damn it. Another really great opportunity to research why the fuck it was $65,000. You're not listening to a podcast or anything. Like, <laughs> for, um, but the, the, one of the stipulations with the person who won the cane is that they had to write a letter to the kid letting him know that the cane was okay, which apparently the person did. Wow. I know. Isn't that cute? That is really nice. Yeah. So that's the story of a haunted cane. Yeah, um, they said it went for six. You said it went for $65,000. $65,000. Can you imagine? My car didn't even cost that much. Yeah. Oh my God. My car is finally fixed, dude. Um, so, uh, there is a, this is a, a crying boy painting. So there was a portrait done of a little boy that became popular in the 1980s and it's just him like weeping. Um, and I saw a picture of it. It's like a red background and then just like this little boy crying and you can tell it's a painting. Like it doesn't look incredibly realistic, mm-hmm. but it's a close up of his face. Firefighter noticed that the painting was unscathed. Um, Mm -hmm. In many homes that had recently caught fire. So, yeah, so he would go into the homes and see the painting on the wall. There'd be nothing wrong with it. Um, And this was so, like, scary for that area and there were so many rumors about it that the tabloids organized a burning of the painting and like the whole town came and they fucking burned it to get rid of it (gasps) i know isn't that crazy okay so this next story comes to us from pennsylvania yeah, there's a there's a mansion there that's really known for being haunted. I it's I think it's you know like fuck my handwriting. This is always an issue and I never fucking learn. I think I wrote down it's the Ballery Mansion. I could be wrong. People could be really upset with me right now. I'm sorry everybody. Um but this mansion 
houses an object that is referred to as the chair of death. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, this chair is 200 years old. And it's rumored to maybe have belonged to Napoleon. And, you know, I didn't even look up the years on that. And if it was legit for even when Napoleon was around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, like, what the fuck is it doing in Pennsylvania if Napoleon owned it was, like, one of my questions. Isn't that kind of crazy? How did it get here, dude? Yeah. Like, what's that story? What is? It's the Busby chair, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, I call it the chair of death, dude. Yeah. Are you looking it up right now? It's a, it's yeah, no, it's the same thing that you say as well. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, but here's the thing is that this chair in particular, so they think it belonged to Napoleon, but they don't think that Napoleon is like attached to it. They say that it's a girl and her name is Amelia. Hmm. And that she appears with like a blue haze around her. And so you may be asking like, well, what does that have to do with death? So they call it the death chair because um, four people died uh, like immediately after sitting in it. Four people? Yeah, go check it out, dude. <laughs> like, like go check out the chair and tell us like how it goes. You know, what's interesting is I actually didn't write this down, but there was there is a haunted um sorry i was making sure i didn't write it down there's a haunted couch in waco hmm. yeah it's, it's right like down the street yeah it's not far from me i could go check it out but they um it's in a consignment store and when people sit in it, they have really, really bad experiences following sitting in it, oh, no. like um, getting hurt or, you know, major tragedies, whatever happen. And so they kind of have it roped off and they don't let people sit in it anymore. Mm-hmm. And people try to buy it and the, the store owner feels obligated not to sell it. So they don't. Wow, that is super responsible. It is responsible. And that's also, I mean, that's taking on a lot, dude. Yeah. What they should do a town gathering and burn it. I wonder if they've ever heard of that story. (laughs) You should be like, have you heard of the weeping child painting? (laughs) You can just burn that shit and then you don't even have to worry. Oh, but you know what? It it could be good for business because here I am. I'm like, y'all, I can just drive there and see it. That's true. Yeah. That is true. They better sell water or something because I'm not buying furniture. I'm getting rid of it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, um, the next thing is a classic fucking haunted mirror from fucking Louisiana. Wow. Okay. So this takes place. This issue came around with the mirror around 1817. So there was a young, uh, girl named Chloe. Um, she happened to be a slave. Um, and she, I'm bringing that up because the person who owned her was very violent towards her. Mm. And, uh, because of a mistake that she had made, she, she had been, um, allegedly listening to a conversation that they were having. Um, and as punishment, he cut her ear off, which is deplorable. Like that's awful. Um, and so she, to cover up the, the loss of her ear, she had to wear like a green turban mm-hmm. on her head. Um, and so she desperately wanted him, um, to like her again. Mm-hmm. And so she had an idea that she would, uh, poison 
the mom and two kids or the wife and two kids and then nurse them back to health so that she would like just regain favor of the household. Mm -hmm. Um, but she accidentally gave them too much and they all died. Yeah. And she went home and her, she told her peers about it and they got really scared that they were going to be blamed for it or, uh, they would be hurt. Mm -hmm. And so allegedly, um, they killed her because of it. And they told uh, the the person who owned uh, the slaves, they told him um, that what had happened. And so they all felt comfortable and that they were going to be okay. So moving to the mirrors, whenever they all passed, allegedly they knew they needed to cover mirrors. Mm -hmm. So um, her peers covered mirrors that were around and then in the main house they had covered mirrors, but allegedly they didn't cover one of them. And so when you go, um, to this home to visit, allegedly people see, um, a small young girl with a green turban and then a mother and two daughters in that mirror. And so it's alleged that their, their souls are stuck in the mirror. Oh my God. I don't know. It's a sad story. Sad. Yeah. Um, so there's that haunted mirror in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And then I got two more. Let's hear them. All right. There's one in South Carolina. It's called, it's a haunted conjure chest. Um, so this, right. That could be the name of a podcast (laughs) right there. Okay. So this, uh, is from the 19th century. Uh, there is this guy named Jacob Cooley, um, who murdered a man named Hosa who was enslaved. Um, he killed him because he built a wooden chest that Jacob Cooley didn't like. Um, so in this instance, Hosa's friends took revenge, um, and they asked a conjurer to curse this chest that this man had been killed over. Um, and so the per, the, the man still owned the chest, even though he didn't like it. So this chest was cursed and 17 people close to Jacob Cooley died, including his son. Oh my God. Um, later the curse was lifted um, and it currently is in Kentucky in the Hi- uh, History Museum. Wow. So that made it into a museum. That's really cool that they know the origin story, too. And even like, um, okay, so here's my last one. Haunted bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I wonder if we had haunted bunk beds, man. Of course man. we did. That's oh my all god! Happening, and we had those bunk beds Jesus forever. Christ. We had them forever because eventually the party ended and we took them apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh man, yeah, we had those. I can't even remember how many years I was in preschool. Because <laughs> I remember putting stickers all over the headboard. Yeah, which is very uncharacteristic of me. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Like I was usually a very neat, organized child and I would have been like, I don't want to waste these stickers. So I don't know what fucking came over me that night. (laughs) I put stickers all over the headboard. Um, 
but I didn't like it. I remember being like, this is so ugly. And then like, you couldn't get the adhesive off. And then, you know, we had to raise ourselves. So nobody helped me get the, ad- so I was like, I just have to live this way. And so like, it just- <laughs> I always hated that bed, man. <laughs> okay. Last story. Haunted, haunted bunk beds. This is from 1987. There were two parents who bought bunk beds um, from like a, a junk store is what they called it. And so they had nine months of tear after they fucking bought these bunk oh beds. So the children became really, really ill. Oh no. um, they kept seeing a witch in the house, like classic witch, you know, with the pointy hat and everything. Yeah. Um, so somebody from the church came out and helped them. Um, and everything kind of calmed down after that. But then in Christmas of 1988, the dad was beckoned to go down to the garage. So he went down there and when he opened it, there was just a blazing like inferno. Oh no. And then it just disappeared. And listen to this. This was such a realistic story. It was on fucking Unsolved Mysteries. Really? Yes. And guess who looked it up? I did because you can watch Unsolved Mysteries. (laughs) And I found the episode, dude. It's fucking crazy. And I remember actually watching it as a kid. That's so I remember that episode. Yeah. Um, But anywho, those are some of the most like haunted objects or uh, areas or whatever it may be. So it was the bunk beds, man. They brought all that terror, dude. God, bad news. I know. Bunk beds are kind of like shitty anyways. Right? So like, be careful. Like, so this all comes together today when I got rid of that bookshelf and felt better once it was out of the house. Mm Right? Isn't that weird? Like, fucking don't buy used furniture. Okay, so I'm not going to say that. (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't go that far. But, but like, maybe just, you know, pay attention. Or, I don't know, pay attention, but, you know, you can do things, too. Anything, any object that you bring into your house, you can clear. You can do a smoke clearing, you know. You can do a crystal clearing. You can ask energy to leave. Like, yeah, especially I did that with the, do you know my, uh, my secretary desk that I have? Uh-huh. So that desk is literally from like 1905. Mm-hmm. It has like the official sticker on the back of wow, it. That's cool. So it's super old and I know that it came from a family and it's been in that family the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then the man passed away and it was gifted to my friend's mother. Wow. And my friend had it in her apartment and her mom lived there. And her mom died in the apartment with that piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. And when they were moving, I went to visit them and I was sitting on her couch and I looked over at it and I was like, oh, that's a really beautiful desk. And she was like, you can have it. It's yours. Wow. So I've always wondered about that desk yeah. and if it was truly haunted. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? And I remember feeling really awkward because I was like, I'm scared to take it. Like, because I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I was scared to take it. Yeah. All of this has caught up to me and it fucks with me now. I'm like, that shit's haunted. Okay. <laughs> so, like, we're, I know that we're getting off, but we're not getting off topic either. Just cut that part out. So, like... You 
have, I think that you know, right? Like you, I always think that you have like this, this supernatural ability of, uh-huh. of communi- communicating with spirits. Like you always have that weird shit that is happening to you. So like, I bet you saying like, that's haunted. Like you, like that's your psychic ability kind of. You think so? Yeah. Like it's my gut response. Yes. Yeah. And I know that you like, I just feel like you have, you're in touch with your intuition really well too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm right about that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. And I also have a mirror from her. <laughs> wow. You were just like, you went, you just, yeah. <laughs> you crossed your own boundaries, Fucking, dude. You like, yeah. Elbow deep in there, man. Don't... Like it's the tool song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you that on one of my TikToks I used sober mm-hmm. and two people were like, what is this song? And I was like, y'all are funny. And someone was like, no, really, what is this song? They were like, my parents listen to it and I don't know who it is. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what the fuck? And like, I had to tell them it was tool and I had to tell them what the song was. And I was like, what's happening? Oh, I'm old is what's happening. That's classic rock, dude. Like they're listening to classic rock. Jesus, tool. my parents used to listen to the, the parents are my age then. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I mean, I'm too young to have children. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It blows my mind. Anyways. Yep. We're old. It's just the moral of this story, but yeah. Um, did you, have, uh, are we, I think that's it, dude. Okay. <laughs> well, those are cool. I like how that all connected. Yeah. Like, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, it is weird. I have an encounter story and this is like, this is another one where I don't really know what it is, but, but the person who's telling it, it it's their partner's uh-huh. story. And so they've talked okay. about it a little bit and they have some ideas and they probably know more, but anyways, I'm just going to get into it. So this encounter, okay. they begin, isn't mine, but it's my partner's. And she's talked to me about it so many times um, whenever we exchange weird and scary scary encounters that we've experienced. Um, And then we're going to call the partner A. So A was about 14 or 15 years old at this time and uh, was living in New Mexico. And they say in New Mexico they're not strangers to weird sightings and, like, they mention skinwalkers and spirits. Um, But it's still pretty scary. Um, they okay. lived in a trailer park outside of Farmington and in the middle of Kirtland, if you know anything about this area. And uh, this trailer park was practically in the middle of nowhere, next to the hills, as we call them. And more so specifically for her, because the trailer was on the very last row of the trailer park. It was uh, next to a little playground, um, then, which then le- leads into these hills which will be important to mention later, to see later. I'm just going to take a drink real quick. I mean, that's like being in the first seat of the roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. Being on that last row. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's the best way to describe it. That is a very good way to describe it. Um, So before the whole sighting (laughs) she had, there were some weird occurrences prior to that. Um, And this happened between like February to June in 2015. Um, so A would hear taps on her window, specifically three loud taps, like someone was banging on it. 
Um, uh-huh. She said that um, you could tell it was um, like a tap, like you would, because it sounded like you would hear like a tap tapping on something with fingernails. Um, and then one night um, they were staying up late and playing video games in June. Um, and she eventually got sick and tired of hearing those little taps every single night. Mm. And they said it was around 1 to 2 a.m. And then she decided that she was going to look at her window and see what it was. And she thought it was probably a tree or maybe some, some, um, uh, like homeless person or something. And she says, but, um, it was not. After she lifted this, like, makeshift curtain that she had, um, she saw a hunched, gray-skinned, humanoid thing. <gasps> oh. We can all picture this, right? Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, she said that it was very thin and bony, and it had very long appendages. Is that what you saw? No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> we had that same vision. Before they even yeah. mentioned that stuff, that's what I saw. Um, Me too. Okay, and the way that it was hunched over, it was, it was half some someone was sneaking outside their friend's window and tapping it to get their attention without getting caught. And then its arm was retracting Oof. back as if it had just finished tapping. There were three fingers on each hand. They were long and bony um, and just like everything else about it. And the best way that she can describe it, uh, the way it would look was imagine, like she's describing the fingers, imagine a long finger that's sharp at the end, like a wooden stake that would be used to kill Mm -hmm. a vampire. So she says it's not exactly claws, but not like human fingers either. Another fingers. She mentions kind of like salad fingers. Fingers. Do you know who salad fingers is? Like what fingers? Salad fingers. No. Salad fingers. Like... No. I'm going to look them up real quick and see. Because I think that What I've, is it? Like... I think that I've seen a... I've, I've heard of him, but I don't know. Let me see what he looks like. Oh, it's a cartoon. Ah, uh, it's a cartoon. Yeah, if you look up... Okay. Because he's got long, weird fingers. To me, like, they kind of look like um, Christmas cactus. Oh, okay. Names. I know who that is. You do you know who that is? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. He's green for the people who don't know. He's green. He's kind of hunched over, looked, long arms, long fingers, salad fingers. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and its face looks stretched like it would fall off at any point. And its mouth um, was was stuck into this creepy grin, grimace that, was, that perfectly show, showed its sharp, jagged teeth. Think of like a shark tooth or a thick broken beer bottle glass. And it didn't have a nose, of course, just two little slits. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Two, um... Here, this is... Oh. No, no, no. Keep going if you're, if you're explaining I'm still it. Sorry. explaining the way it looks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the eyes were big, like hollow holes, just black and endless. <laughs> and it mm. covered up the majority uh, part of its head. And whenever A saw this, it stood up to its full height and stepped, not jumped, stepped over their seven-foot backyard fence and walked towards the playground that they had mentioned earlier. 
Um, and the whole time it kind of hobbled toward that direction. And then the dogs in the area were just going haywire. They were barking and they were growling mm. like there was an intruder. Um, and of course she was freaked out. Um, and, uh, she, you know, stepped away from the window and just was fucking terrified the whole night. And then a couple of days later, specifically whenever she turned 15, she heard another tap, tap on the, her window. Um, mm-hmm. and she had just ignored it. And then a couple of hours Good. later. Yeah, I know. Right. A couple of hours yeah. later though. She woke up to the sound of something scratching her closet door from the inside. Oh, it got it. It got worse. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they were just hearing. um, Okay, sorry. I kind of lost my place a little bit. Oh, at this point, they didn't have any animals in the house either. Um, So hearing the scratching, she booked it out of the room and slept in the living room that night. Um, and then no incidences had occurred for about a week after that until one day she was home alone and her sister and mom had gone to the grocery shop, had gone to the grocery store and wouldn't be home for a while. And so she decided that she was going to go to her room and play some video games. And then she heard a voice somewhere in the house that sounded like her sister was calling her name. Um, so assuming that they were back from grocery shopping, um, she left her room thinking that her sister was calling out to help her put the groceries up, but she found no one in the house. Their car was still gone. Um, and then she went back to her room just thinking that she had heard something. It was her imagination, as you do. But 30 minutes later, she heard it again. And then um, she... Uh, sorry, previously while looking, she checked every... Oh, Sorry. Can you cut that part out? (laughs) Sure. So she just tried to search everybody's room. um, And then she went into her sister's room because she hadn't found anything. And she said her sister's room had always unsettled her. And she was told to keep out. And so she didn't want to, like, look in there. But that's where the voices were coming from. And as soon as she stepped through the door and turned on the light, she just felt an unsettling presence in the air. And the voice called out again, and it sounded garbled and echoey, kind of like it was reverberated. Um, And she automatically knew it was coming from the bathroom, specifically, and in the shower. So, like, she just decided to close the bathroom door and walk backward. And she just did not take her eyes off of the the bathroom door the whole time um, just to make sure it didn't swing open and nothing was coming out to get her. So she got to the door, she turned off the light, and she still watched the, the bathroom door. But whenever she turned around, she noticed that the back door to the house was wide open. She said that Oof. she um, felt like a chill run up her spine she got nauseous and she was just like holy shit there's somebody in the house or something in the house and so she slammed the back door shut and then she bolted to her room she locked it behind her and she just tried to drown out the noise or whatever was in the other room with her her music and her headphones 
Um, and then she started to play video games to try to calm, calm her down. Um, and that was a lot, but that was the last encounter that she ever had with this being. She thinks that the Dang. creature, um, was the same one that was in her closet. Um, and they're not really sure what it is, but, or the, the partner was never sure, but the person who, um, is A's partner, the one who gave, who allowed us to tell the story, said that they are Native American and have grown up with with um, stories about skinwalkers, and that's what they think this is. Oh, yeah. But then they're also yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but then they're also thinking that this might also be like um, an alien or something, which I could see alien too. Yeah. Well, and I like one way I thought of it looking was like a seven foot golem. Mm. That's a good description. Right. That's what I pictured and like really bony, but I mean, that's, that's a skinwalker. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. I was thinking a Wendigo. Hmm. You said skinwalker though. That's what they think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Yeah, I kind of think that it's either that or aliens. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Those would be my two default for sure. Mm-hmm. I almost feel um, not as strongly about the alien because I feel like aliens. Oh, no, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not going to. <laughs> and you can't make me like. I live by myself. I don't want any trouble. (laughs) I'm just not going to talk about it. Just forget it. You can talk about aliens if you want all day. I'm out of that conversation. (laughs) There's been a lot of crazy UFO sightings lately. So yeah, yeah, we might not want to really mess with that too much. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Like liner notes for people who are new here. Like, if aliens know you know, they know you know. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to come get you. That's an antenna. You're more susceptible to it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so just don't talk about it. But you know, that's... We're whole... like, nobody talks about aliens. <laughs> like, it's because we're all scared. You know, um, that's what they... But that's also, like, what they teach in other cultures and stuff too right to be like we you just don't talk about it because that's acknowledging it like it's not just who shall not be named (laughs) right harry potter does it right like beetlejuice yeah um uh latino people do it native american people do it you just don't talk about it shit you know what i mean yeah I know what you mean, girl. I hear you. Okay. I don't know why I had to preach. You didn't? Okay, good. You didn't preach? Okay, good. You're just giving examples. Yeah. Don't you even fret, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm 100% not going to talk about it. <laughs> so if y'all want to know anything about aliens, look it up yourself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm not going there. I don't need any more bullshit in my life. I know, right? <laughs> like, last thing we need is aliens. Or maybe it's the first thing we need. Who knows? 
Yeah, I obviously, well, you know, I haven't been doing something right my whole life, so maybe that is it. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I thought I had another creepy story, but I don't. Yeah, well, they said that this too also, anytime that they think about this, it, it just makes them really scared, like this primal fear that they have. Yeah, it's like a case of you just need to move out and burn the place down. <laughs> Like, let's take something from Yorkshire. Did you hear my stomach? Yeah. You did? I did. Fuck my life, man. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why do we have these weird noises? Like, I feel like nobody else does. I don't know. know. That was an an air bubble that tried to come up my trachea, and I was like, no way, man. I'm doing a podcast. So it went back in my stomach. (laughs) And it erupted. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) It's because I'm drinking beer, which by the way, I have some bad news. I was talking to a girl I work with um, and she told me that she was gluten intolerant. Mm. And I was like, oh man, that blows. Then I was like, yeah, sometimes after I have like, you know, bread or beer, like I'm real swollen and... (laughs) Like I feel stuffed up, like my nose, I get stuffy. Yeah. And she was like, "You're gluten intolerant." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, I think you're right." Oh man. Yeah, she was like, "It's the wheat and the beer." She was like, "Have you always been that way?" And I was like, "Yeah, like I swell up." And she was like, "It's the gluten." And I was like, "Oh my god, that's crazy." Oh, that's so, so I think sad. I'm gluten intolerant. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just never looked it up. Yeah. It's crazy. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. I touched my new earbud and like it made a noise. I don't know what it means. But you're still here, so that's all. Anywho. <laughs> and that's all we got. Yeah. I I'm perplexed by this last one, but I feel like it is an alien. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> we won't talk about it just the mention of it <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, well thanks so much to everybody who submitted a story um, well as you know it's just your, your your story mine was research kind of um, but thanks anyways uh, for your contribution <laughs> uh, to the show and thanks for listening and if you have a strange or paranormal story or experience that you would like for us to share send it on in to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com and we'll be happy to read it and share it with everybody and we also believe you yes and please tell your friends and family about us um, share our episodes if you think that would get you know an awkward conversation started about aliens mm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. or it, you know you, your, your friends and family might open up a little bit more to you anyways yeah. share us <laughs> yeah super cool yeah and um, please follow and subscribe and um, if you would like to give us a rating please give us a good rating and if you do uh, take a snapshot of it, send it to our email, email address with your physical mailing address, and we will mail you some stickers. And that's it. And if you have bada f- bing bada boom, we're done. Yeah. It's a podcast. And if you have a story that you'd like to share, just like Lindsay said, <laughs> <laughs> send it our way. 
please, let's redo this. <laughs> no! <laughs> yes, please. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>